2: Love at First Sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too.
0: Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions.
2: Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Ungler and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. All right, welcome to an all-new episode of Help I Suck at Dating. I'm Jared Haven, joined by Dean Ungert. We have a very special guest on the line, and we just heard that it's her first podcast ever. And I'd argue she's joining yes. the greatest podcast of all time. It is Lexi Buchanan from Season 24, also known as Peter Weber's season of The Bachelor. Lexi, how are ya?
3: Good. How are you guys? I'm Happy good. Happy to be here.
2: Oh, thanks for coming. So, where are you in the country right now? I'm in Rhode Island. Dean's in Vegas.
1: I would imagine. Nevada. Yes, sir. Yep, that's correct. Yep.
3: I am um, in Arlington, Virginia, so right outside of um, DC. Oh. And um, yeah, I've been here for about two years now. So.
2: My wife Ashley's from Great Falls. Oh, really?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um, I normally just tell people DC because no one really realizes that for like Arlington's right outside of it, and um, I love it. We like have a little house, and I have my own backyard, and a, um, a driveway, so very different from New York whenever I
1: lived there. My, but. my uh, fiance is from Fredericksburg.
3: Really? That's so cool.
1: <laughs> we create a little uh, triangle down there, which yeah, is great. I know. Uh, um, um that's interesting I like it out there too I went out there last year or two years ago for Thanksgiving and I'd never Mm. been to DC or anywhere in that area and it was nice so um kudos to you it seems like a great place uh obviously Mm -hmm. if Ashley and Kaylin can be from there I don't see how anyone could speak ill of it right no I can think of some things yeah yeah there's probably some things that aren't so savory um but Lexi so it's your first podcast ever we're so honored to have you part of the experience here with us um and as a co-host nonetheless so you, we saw you on Peter's season. Um, yeah. What have you been up to since then? Cause that was like, at this point, that was like three years ago now, wasn't it?
3: It was a long time ago. Before yeah, COVID. actually, as of September, it was three years ago. So wow. yeah, pre-COVID, it honestly feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah. Um, so much has changed, but I think I credit a lot of it to going on the show. So, um, you know, I'm in a very happy relationship um, that kind of happened right after the show, and from there I moved to Arlington, where I am now. I um, love my job. I got a dog that is my whole life. Like I became one of those dog people. I guess it just happens to you whether you wanted to or not. But
2: why do you credit the um, show for yeah, all so this? Yeah, so I
3: think like I'm just. Uh, I think when I went on the show, I was in New York. I. I loved my life. I was very single, dating a lot, like definitely looking for a relationship. But I think I was, I didn't know what I wanted. I needed to find myself. And I think the show helped me find what I actually wanted in a relationship, what I was looking for in a partner. Uh, Just kind of put some pieces together. And um, I mean, I personally don't think I was built for the show. It, It was hard. And I'm not a competitor when it comes to dating like I loved the girls I just fell in love with all the girls and my friends and I saw how much they liked you know Peter and I liked him too but I was like oh I can tell you guys are connecting like I don't want to get in the way of that like I I want you to it seems like you guys really like it so I don't know it was I struggled with the competitive aspect I absolutely love it I had the best time and it was such a good experience but I think it helps me leaving the show know who I was and what i wanted in a relationship and just kind of set me up for success
1: to your point about the other girls forming connections i think maybe that just makes you um less willing to lie on tv about something because yeah. i feel like a lot of people yeah. will inflate their uh feelings towards the person that they're supposed to be just makes uh, you a better on, human you know? being
2: at the end of the day
3: yeah i yeah. mean that's good and i mean i I guess that's true. I, I was very honest and I didn't realize that other, maybe a part of it was kind of lying to yourself a little bit to Mm -hmm. maybe inflate that uh, connection. But I mean, we've all been through it. You're so wrapped up in that moment and those are your only thoughts and that's all you really know. So it, you know, I, I'm not saying I didn't like Peter. I did. I, I really was trying to find the, um, parts of us that connected and there were some things that I was like oh I could actually see myself with this person but I was looking for more of a connection and not necessarily um just a fiance
1: right fiance for the sake of a fiance so good for you right for you yeah um and then and then how did you meet your boyfriend was there any type of like sliding into the dms afterwards because you say you credit a lot from the show and so I would imagine there has to be some like connection there right
3: Yes. Well, we actually dated in college. So I knew him in college. We moved to New York together. We were kind of together. And about nine months in, he broke up with me. And I was devastated, like beyond devastated. I really thought that he was the person I was going to be with. And Mm -hmm. it just kind of shocked me. But it ended up being the best thing because we were best friends. And both of us being right out of college, being new to New York, like we needed the time to be individuals and just experience the city and focus on career and our own wants and goals. And, um, not that we couldn't do that together, but it was just too early. So, um, I, I like was shocked that he broke up with me. I still tell him that we're, we're together now. And I'm like, I still can't believe you, you know, did that. But, um, What yeah, was his it, reasoning? it was the best thing uh it, it not to like bring awful. up
2: old wounds it's, but you know now I'm curious no, no it's
3: not it's, it's really not even a wound because I think it just part of our story now but he was like it was a little scary it was all too much mm. too young I wanted to focus on career and and I you know I thanked him we ran into each other at a bar like nine months <laughs> later and I was just like you know like thank you I really appreciate you doing that because I don't think I had the strength Hmm. to do it. But in hindsight, it was what needed to happen. Um, Neither of us ever had a bad word to say about each other. You know, we, we kind of ran in the same circles in New York, but never really crossed paths, which was great. Um, But we both would hear, you know, well, he only has good things to say about you. And I would say the same. And then, you know, going on the show was really, I think me putting that to bed and being like, okay, that relationship is over. So that ended in like 2016. I didn't go on the show until 2019. So those three years, I was just, you know, exploring the hmm. dating in New York, which is way harder than The Bachelor. And <laughs> I believe. Um, it. Yeah, I, people are career focused, and I like that. I think that's a city for, you know, focusing on work and.
2: When I that. think but, when I think of a guy in New York. Uh, I think of a guy in a suit with slicked back hair, clean shaven on a scooter on his way to work. I swear to God, like right, the amount just, of guys like I see in suits on these mix. electric scooters. I'm like, you're a grown <laughs> anyway, continue. But the, that's, <laughs> but I, that I, that's I would assume is the saying. dating pool in New York.
3: It, yeah. I mean, you get a mix of everybody in New York, but I don't know. I think, um, you know, bre- the breakup was definitely a, a pivotal point in, my personal growth of like okay i'm going to be more of an individual i'm in new york he it was hard but he really did do me a favor so let me just live my life and see what happens um so i did that I, the show happened and i ended up going on the show and obviously and then i get back i get my phone and i had a text message from him just really nice we hadn't talked in years but just like so proud of you for putting yourself out there. I think it's awesome. You're going to make your family like so proud. It was just a really kind, nice message. This person is my is my best friend like for years. So um, it mm. made me like emotional. And I was like, how can I be getting this emotional? Like I haven't even talked to you in years. And no offense, but I cared more about this person than like the experience that I just did for six weeks. So mm-hmm. it put things in perspective for me of like, that was a connection that I think I'll always have. I wanted the best for him, for him regardless. Like, let it go, and maybe it'll come back. And we started dating. I wasn't going to go on Paradise because I now had, you know, this new relationship. And then COVID happened, so I didn't even have to worry about that. And here we are two and a half years later. So, let's for,
1: for all of its flaws that the show has, I think one of the great things about it is, um, if you're gone long enough, you have the experience to like see what it's like living life without your cell phone, right? Or like other distractions. I love that. It's, yeah. it's great, right? And then so it, it like forces you to think of and focus on things that maybe you wouldn't before or like dive deeper into them. And mm-hmm. I think it's interesting because I, I think that there are a few people that have, you know, you're on the show and while you're killing the hours of downtime that you have, all you're doing is thinking about like, back home and people that you know and all these things like i don't know It just it does kind of help provide some uh some clarity in other assets Mm -hmm. or other facets of your life so um i mean i i definitely it's so interesting because like you're like supposed to be on the show dating a person and like even when i was on the show the first time i was thinking about my ex-girlfriend and i was i I don't know it was just weird it's like why am i even thinking about this girl when i'm supposed to be dating this girl but
3: Mm -hmm. i don't know i think when you're in the on a show like you have to think about such serious things like you're yeah. thinking about how will our families you know like each other when they meet or how will we build a life together now now that you you know the person you're dating on the show lives in x city and you're in y city like how will we make that work you're thinking about like real things so i think you no know, of course you're going to reflect on past relationships but <clears throat> I think as far as my relationship, this was my big love. And I was Mm. really like, hmm, I thought that was really going to stick. So I went on the show and I explored other options and it kind of just ended up leading me back to that person. So for me, it worked, just not the way it normally does.
2: I also think going on the show makes people confront the fact that their significant other or their ex-significant other has finally moved on. I feel like I've heard a lot of stories about people going on the show and then they're back together with their ex. And it's Mm -hmm. interesting because I do, I went through a similar situation, obviously much different because I'm happily married with Ashley, but where there was an ex and I was on the show and it caused them to come back into the picture because it's weird seeing your ex Mm -hmm. date someone else. And really it's not even just date someone else. It, it, it makes you think like they're they're done. They're over. Like they have moved on with their life. Exactly. It is over between you two. And I think that a lot of people have this negative connotation towards that, which I don't agree with because I think people are flawed. And I think if you don't think you're flawed, then you're full of crap. And I think some people need a kick in the ass. And I think sometimes people need yeah. a push to do to act or to follow their heart. And I'm not saying I, I, I I just I don't know I don't think that that's such a bad thing you know I because like there'd yeah. be I'm sure that when that guy reached out to you if you told your friends your friends probably told oh they weren't they were like tell this guy to kick rocks get that like now you're on the show and, and he wants to reach back out to and you
3: le- and you know in more words yes As yeah we right, are
2: PG it does podcast. have a
3: sense of oh he's only back because you went on the show but that genuinely wasn't like it, just knowing him, he's not really a person for the spotlight in general, but like you said, he goes, I kind of thought you could really be married. Like you could be engaged and then that would be it. And that's what really hit Mm, home because um, you know, we had four years that we could have tried it again. And we really didn't, we really like, we're just gonna let bygones be bygones and just be happy for each other and supportive of each other.
1: He pulled yeah. the classic Jared Haben out of his hat. Damn right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he pops out. Instead of pulling a rabbit, he pulls a little patchy facial hair boy. Pulling out of the hat.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. says, oh, you're into someone else? Not happening. Sorry, Not- you're coming yeah, with yeah, me. Yeah.
2: Now's the time to <laughs> act.
3: Right. I mean, now, I mean, we've stood the test of time. I think there was definitely some initial, like, are you sure you want to get back into that? You know, like, you, you're, you're on The Bachelor. Why would you not go on paradise? Why would you say no to this? And I'm like, because that's not what I care about. I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't. Like, I genuinely, I cared more about finding.
2: Well, did you a make him? Uh,
3: then, like, did
2: you make him sweat it out huh? for a little while at least? I think that would be like Ashley made longer. me sweat it out.
3: A couple months, yeah. but Not not too long, but it was funny timing because we went like our first like we hung out in New York in February like around Valentine's ish time. And then New York shut down March 21st. So like a month later COVID happened, we would have gone and we both never went back to New York. So if we didn't, you know, like actually meet up or hang out within that month of time, we may never have. Hmm. Uh, So it's, it's just funny how timing works.
0: Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine.
1: True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another. And every time after that, it's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard.
0: The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Find Love at First Sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th. And the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions.
4: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
1: So you guys have been together for two and a half years, you said. Is there any... Mm-hmm. You guys And you guys aren't engaged. And if you're not engaged, is no. there any talk of engagement coming up?
3: Yeah, I mean, we, we go to so many weddings. I feel like all I've done this year, I go to friends' weddings. And now it's to the point where it's like, oh, any anything? I mean, like, we talk about it. It's definitely... In the cards, but I want to be totally surprised, and mm. I'm not pressuring him whatsoever. Um, so we'll see. We're we're definitely on the way there, but
1: how much longer? How long can you last without eventually having to apply a little bit of pressure?
3: It's a good question. I'm almost thirty. I'll be thirty in June, and I think okay. that's when Still young. our birthdays are three days apart. So we're planning some sort of big thirtieth birthday trip. And he's probably going to watch this podcast later, so Perfect. if he wants to do it around my thirtieth birthday on our big trip, that would be fine.
2: That's but good. then you wouldn't be surprised.
3: That's true, God, Jared. I don't know he, anywhere around that, anywhere in the thirties. I don't want to be like an. I don't want to be um, thirty three and you know still be dating. I think that's but, kind of my window.
1: But now that you have said it and you think he's not going to do it because you want to be surprised, maybe now he's going to do it because it's like a like a reverse psychology kind of thing, you know. Yep. I'm a yeah. I'm a big advocate for for that idea solely because I want all like um, anniversaries to be on the same date. I really want like like if you guys have two birthdays 3 days apart, why yeah. not just throw an engagement in there on the same right around the same day?
3: You guys have the same type of life, you know. You you have the same mindset here. Because he's like that was he actually asked me to be his girlfriend right around our birthday so that could just all be one weekend. (laughs) Roll it all in the the pile,
1: baby. I love it. Well,
3: I know you're recently engaged and I know that was um, you know, a long time coming. So congrats.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. But i mean that's where this surprised she I told her it was gonna happen before the end of twenty twenty two. So she uh she claims she didn't know, but I think she did know more than she's putting on. She was more um, angry than anything but, else. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I gotta marry this guy now. Oh, I meant um, about the hike. But it's funny. Oh yeah, no, I was talking more just about spending the rest of her life with this dip <laughs> right here. But um She's
3: already signed up for that. So yeah, it was the right. hike that she probably didn't sign up for that day.
1: Well, so we were talking about our wedding and she was asking when I wanted to get married, and I said I want to get married on the same day we got engaged. That way we can just like have one anniversary. <laughs> But it turns yeah. out the same day next year's on a Tuesday, and I was like, "Great, let's get married on a Tuesday." And obviously, that's not going to happen. So no. why we're gonna have is to that obviously it up a not going to happen? Just, I, I, I agree, I agree, but I don't know. Who why knows? not
3: have a Tuesday wedding? Why yeah. not just be totally out of the box?
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's my dream, but and then just not...
3: celebrate all week after, so you just have like a whole. That sounds great.
2: It's true. I should do that. You should only try to. Base your relationship and your wedding around content for this podcast. And having a wedding on a Tuesday <laughs> gives us talking
1: points. So, on a Thursday, that's right. That's right. Um, if if I had it my way, that's how we would do it. But the thing is, it's not it's not my day, so it's uh, mostly her calling the shots. Which is f- I'm fine with it. Yeah. You know? I'm happy to. Well, anniversaries
3: to do, do come around a lot. Like I'm like, okay, I kind of am with you now. Let's just celebrate our birthday and our dating anniversary in one weekend. There's always like, yeah. a day.
1: There's always something. Well, so, so, so Jared, let me winning. ask you this. So you've now, you started dating on a certain day. You got engaged on a certain day. You got married on a certain day. You celebrate birthdays. Do you guys we, do something for every single one of those occasions? Don't
3: you drop them? Like once you get married, you can drop the engagement. That's and the I thought so. Like,
1: that's what I
2: signed up for, but apparently not. Because still every, every year, because my wife has 120,000 photos on her phone or whatever. So every day it's a constant reminder. <laughs> This is when we first said, I love each other. This is when you came out with your feelings. This is when we first started dating. This is when we officially started first dating. This is when we got engaged. This is when I called my grandmother to tell her we got engaged. This is my birthday. This is our wedding anniversary. Now it's holidays. This is keep my going. niece's keep birthday. Keep, keep, because the problem is now you're blending families. Come on, you got it. Literally every day is something. Sorry to like go on that tangent.
1: But yeah. know, there's always something.
3: <laughs> it <laughs> seems you... like that you needed to get that off your chest. So I'm yeah. glad we asked.
1: I just need a lot of calendars. We did strike a nerve, it seems like. We uh, have you guys ever seen the show Parks and Recreation? Yeah.
2: Yes. I love oh my god. That I, show. I
1: love that show too. Leslie nope, there's an episode where she's like she does that exact same thing. She's like, "This is the time that Ann and I first heard Taylor Swift together. This is the yes. time that we first ate our pancakes together." That's that's kind of how Ashley uh comes across to me in terms of celebrating anniversaries. It's but
2: It's very sweet, but it would make my life so much easier. If I agree with you both, if it was just around the same time, granted five years ago when I didn't have as much going on, of course I was the person saying, no, get married on a different day, like have different days, really enjoy it. But now there's just too much going on. And it's like, let's just narrow this down as much as possible. So I, you know, we can actually like enjoy our lives a little bit. Anyway, anyway, um, well,
3: okay. He has all his anniversaries, so you can just take a back seat. I would think.
2: I know. I will. It's, It's hard. Because he, he gets so much attention, rightfully so, um, that, like, sometimes I'll smother him with attention. And Ashley's like, I want attention. And I'm like, I'm being a good father. Leave me alone, woman.
1: <laughs> Lexi, do you see kids in the future for you guys, if and when you end yeah. up getting married?
3: Yeah. I, I mean, I'm part of a big family. I have five younger siblings. So I grew up, like, in a crazy household with tons of little kids running around, Um and because of that, I want like two max, but um, no, I do and want it, kids.
1: Is this something you guys have talked about? and it's like everyone knows like all on the same page and everything?
3: Yeah, yeah. we talk about literally everything. Um, we just like we like to plan, we like to talk about like how it'll be, but we don't um, I don't know. we don't have like a a set plan, which I personally like. I mm. like I said, I kind of want to be surprised but. Yeah, it's getting to the point where, like I said, I'm getting to 30. And I know that's young, but mm-hmm. it's, to me, a milestone where I'm like, wow, I should probably be more of a planner.
1: Well, especially if you want two kids. I mean, it is young, but you do have your biological clock, I guess, that you need to exactly. keep, keep in mind. When you yeah. do, when you guys do end up getting married, what, how do you picture your wedding? Over-the-top extravagant or like a low-key elopement? Um, I
3: don't like... I want something kind of in the middle. I mm. want it to be small ish, like intimate, but definitely feels like a celebration. Um, I kind of want a destination wedding, which mm. I don't know if people like or don't like, but <laughs> both of our families live in Florida, and mm. I don't really want a wedding in Florida. Um, so,
1: you could do we'll like St. Uh, Bart's or the Caribbean or something.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, I want to, like, it sounds like silly, but I. I'm just not one of those people that i've ever really thought about their wedding i'm hmm. so indecisive i change my mind so much like my my opinions change my style changes i feel like by the time i get married i'll have an exact idea of what i want yeah
1: but, that's yeah. true we're still away we're not even engaged yet so i guess i was kind of jumping the gun a little bit there i was yeah, just I curious, mean, like you
3: should ring so, ring shapes is where we're yeah. at okay, we're, okay well let's talk about that because back.
1: Like you said, he might listen to this podcast. So, uh, just generally speaking, not to anyone (laughs) specific, what type of engagement ring style would you prefer?
3: Really simple, like just gold band, one diamond, um, Mm. like emerald cut or just a round cut. Um, yeah. How
1: many, how many carrots are we looking at here?
3: I'm not going to be picky. I have small hands. So I think like even one carrot would look really big on my hands. So yeah. Do you want a That's, halo? You have
1: the, you have Is the exact, it, like,
3: do you feel like you, like, do I, am I jinxing myself by talking
1: about this? <laughs> no, I no, <laughs> mean, no, no. I pray to God I'm I think... wake
2: up tomorrow and like see an
1: <laughs> see that article. Um, <laughs> but you, it's funny. Cause you have the exact same style as Kalen's thin gold band, one mm-hmm. emerald cut mm-hmm. diamond. Um, so you know, more classic powered. is
3: coming back. Like yeah. just a really classic style, and I think that's that's what I'll want. Hint,
1: hint, it it so. it's funny too. That you said you have small hands. I was talking to Wells about his engagement ring to Sarah, and he's like, "I'm lucky, man. Sarah's got small hands, so the the diamond ring looks way bigger on her than it actually is." So he's like, "I have like baby
3: more. hands. I, yeah. I really have child hands. So he's he's uh, he can get me like an actual child sized ring, and it would probably fit. I think I'm a four and a half. I could." really small
1: finger oh wow that is small yeah I
3: think that's really the average small size is six so yeah
1: i was gonna say i think Kaylin's a six
3: yeah huh. fun fact about me child
1: hands um i did get because i lost Kaylin's first engagement ring so i had to get her a second one and it's only a, it's a small little baby half carrot and even that one looks pretty big because she's got small hands as well yeah but, any
2: update on that
1: nope i cleaned the garage yesterday still no ring so uh, moving on to the next room in the house ay, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but is uh, it like one of
3: those things where you just like blacked out because you had so you're so much pressure on you about this ring and you don't no, remember
1: where it is? No, nah. it's just it's just me generally being an idiot. Um, you put it in the. I've thought call. about it too. I've done I've done a lot of like personal reflection and in, introspection about this, and I was like, this is gonna sound so lame. I was like sitting, meditating for like an hour one day, just like breathing and just trying to like access a part of my brain that I've never accessed before, just because I'm like, there is no, if I can't remember doing something, how can I be certain that I ever did it in the, like, you know, in the first place. And so I sat there for an hour, didn't say anything, kept my eyes closed and just tried to focus. And I got bored. So, so bored. But I was like, I have to do this. And (laughs) Caitlin's walking by right now as I'm explaining this story. And, um. I couldn't I couldn't remember it at all. And I like I, I kept hitting this roadblock. And I was like, then I just I couldn't have moved it. It wasn't me. And then just this past week I've um I've had a couple things in the exact same vein that I know I'm the only person that's touched and they're just completely missing now. So I know oh. I've accepted full responsibility at this point in my life. I have moved it. I I accept that fate of mine. I just don't know where it is. But it'll turn up still eventually at some point. I like the face. I think
3: she's messing with you and just moving stuff around. It'll she really be could
1: be. It could somewhere. be. I do agree. There's like a sliver of chance that she's just messing with me, moving stuff <laughs> around. Um maybe but, she stole right, well,
3: the ring
2: and she's going to propose to you with said ring.
3: Yes.
1: That yes. would be That would be a baller move, but I would, I think there's less Yeah, I think there's zero chance of that happening of than anything that. else in the world. Yeah, I would agree, yeah,
2: but man, would, what a great ending it would be.
3: Yeah. Wouldn't that
1: be cool if you didn't lose the ring though? That's yeah, that's a silver line. That would that's probably all be the have to hope coolest for this part. Uh,
2: well we do have some hot topics yeah. that we want to get to. Um okay. so before we do that, let's take a quick break.
0: Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine.
1: True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard.
0: The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight and honestly, the answer is yes. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions.
4: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured, not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
2: Welcome back to Help, I Suck at Dating. Dean, myself, Lexi Buchanan is the special guest host today. We do have some hot topics we want to get to before we wrap this podcast up. The first one is about, uh, well, what I guess I would say is, in my personal opinion, the GOAT power couple because there's no longer Tom and Giselle, it's Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. Do you think that they're the most mm. like, do you think that the, that's the GOAT power couple now? Um, I know everybody says Jay-Z no. and Beyonce, but
1: Jay-Z cheated.
3: Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively
1: for Ooh, me. That's a good one. What about Mila <laughs> and Ashton Kutcher? Yeah, they're up there
3: Yeah, I, Yeah, they, they're they like probably up there.
1: What about ben and
3: Jen don't feel as real to me.
1: What about Bye. Clooney and Amal? <sighs> well, wait, Clooney? No,
2: get the hell out of here with that. Um, okay. Actually, I don't even know. This is all like personal bias as well. The fact that I love Benifer so much because J-Lo is like the queen of queens and Ben's like such a rugged yeah. Boston guy who's just like, you know, was an alcoholic, reformed himself, you know, <laughs> like I can't believe he's with Jennifer Lopez again. It's so amazing. But um, yeah, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively... I got to be honest, I really like Ryan Reynolds, but I've never been a, the. he's just, there's just too much, it's too much of the same with, with Ryan Reynolds for me right now. It's just, I need mm-hmm. him to be a little bit different in some of his movies or a different character because like, even in all the interviews I see, it's like he's Deadpool everywhere he is. So like, I, I just really need Ryan Reynolds to do something different and then I'll be back on the Ryan Reynolds train. Anyway, this is not about that. I move on. (laughs) Jennifer Lopez on dating Ben Affleck for the first time way back 20 years ago when I was (laughs) still a teenager. Quote, it turned out to really bite us. So JLo reflects on a relationship the first time around with Ben Affleck. Quote, we were so young and so in love at that time, really very carefree, no kids, no attachments. We were just living our lives, being happy out there. It didn't feel like we needed to hide from anybody or really be discreet at all. Now, obviously they broke up in 2004, and she said, quote, "We were just living out loud and it turned out to really bite us. There was a lot underneath the surface there, people not wanting us to be together. People think I wasn't the right person for him. I never shied away from the fact uh, that for me, I always felt like there was real love there, a true love there. People in my life know that he was very, very special in my life. When we reconnected, those feelings for me were still very real. I don't know that I recommend this for everybody. Sometimes you outgrow each other or you just grow differently. The two of us, we lost each other and found each other. So, Lexi, I feel like this kind of is a little bit of your guy's story as well, where you broke up, needed to go your separate ways, and then you came back together. I, as someone who's also kind of gone through the same thing, and Dean to the very, very small fraction of it, because it was only a few days where he left and came back, I don't know, I'm... Sometimes distance makes the heart grow fonder. And sometimes you kind of need to let something go and see if it comes back to you.
3: I agree with that. I mean, I think that it's all about timing, truly. Like, you can always, that that can always be a connection or the right person in the, um, you know, in one sense of the word. But the timing and whether or not it really, like, works out, um, I think is Really critical. Like, I knew that he was the right person for me, or I had that inkling, but I was so young, I wasn't really ready for it. And now I'm just distracted by the cute, furry <laughs> man that joined us. Oh, Alistair. Oh. Say
1: hello, Alistair. Alistair, this, Alistair agrees distance makes the heart grow fonder. Um, yeah. I, I think I agree with that. I think to Lexi's experience, not to obviously speak for Lexi, but you were saying you guys date a little bit in college. It's kind of nice that way because you kind of get like build a foundation and then you go off and do your own thing for a little bit and then you come back and you remember how great something was. Yeah. And then you're just like a better person at that time in your life anyway. So um, yeah, I mean, I don't I, and Jared, it happened to you too.
2: Well, I think J-Lo and Ben are a little bit of the exception as well. I mean, they se- they went off their separate ways. I mean, Ben had kids. Does J-Lo have kids? Okay, she does. Sorry. She
3: does. Uh, with Mark Anthony. With
2: Mark Anthony. Thank you, Lexi. See, I could just ask Lexi. I don't mm-hmm. need Ashley for information <laughs> no, no more.
3: Tell her hi. Lexi <laughs> says hi.
2: Uh, but they went off, they got married, had kids with other people, and then each one of them obviously got divorced and came back to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, So that's, you know, a little bit of an exception to the rule. But I also think, you know, I mean, it's not <clears> – <throat> Like, to your point, Lexi, when John ended up ending things with you, and then you guys went your separate ways, and then you came back to each other, I mean, I think that you should let an ex prove that he's still into you if they want to get back together with you. You know, Ashley certainly did that with me. It seems like, Lexi, you did that with John. So I I would recommend if, like, sure, timing can work out, but there has to be some discretion where you have to make sure that they're not just doing this out of jealousy. That if they're, they Mm -hmm. want to get back with you, they have to really prove it and they have to, you know, put effort in and you have to see changes and growth before you can really commit to the person.
3: Totally. I mean, in my like personal experience, it was really just a matter of timing. I think if, you know, the relationship has a lot of issues and you have trust issues or infidelity issues or whatever it may be. um, And it was a toxic relationship or a bad relationship. And then that person comes back years later when you're clearly doing well and they try to get back in your life. Uh, Yeah, I don't, I would never, I don't think I would have even entertained it or considered opening that door again. I think because it was such a good relationship and I went out and dated and really explored and I just never found that connection again. And I even went to the extent of, you know, putting myself out there on TV and really like seeing what could be, Um, and I always kind of had him in my mind, but I was ready to shut that and see if there was someone else that was better suited for me. So I think really putting that to bed and then it ending up coming back, but it being such a positive relationship and it only being like, it it was, it was always what I was looking for. It wasn't me just falling back into something or, um, you know, just accepting what was it was. We gave it time. We really let each other go. We really grew as people, and we came back at like the right time, and we're able to form something stronger than before. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I um, I agree with I all that. Dean, I don't have much input on this topic. Yeah, Dean
2: is Sorry, tired of the J Lo Ben talk. I gotta be. I, I think that's what it's coming down
1: to. It's not my favorite subject. You know, I kind of zone out when it comes to the uh, the hot topics, the dating headlines of the of well, the here.
3: couples are hard because I just feel like there's like a little bit of you know the media involved. And yeah, I, I don't like oh, to yeah. say because I really don't feel like we know them at all.
1: Right, I just, I just choose also, to support Ben and J and that's great. Yeah,
3: I definitely support them, and I support you in supporting them. I don't support, you know, I support every couple. You
1: and supporting him, supporting them. Um, it's just, it's something I've never, it's hard. It's not hard, but Kaylin is really into these, these things as well. Maybe not as much as Ashley. Um, but she is always interested in what's going on in, in all these, these people's lives, which is great. I'm happy that she's interested in it, but I just, I can't seem to, to find the care, you know, not that it's not that, not that I don't care about them. I just, I, I think like you guys said, I think media, Can sometimes paint a picture of someone and then um, you don't get the full picture. And then, you know, maybe it's wrong or maybe it's right or whatever. And then I just feel like, because it's happened to me before too, where the media has done, said something about my relationship that was entirely false. And so maybe I've just taken that Mm -hmm. and I'm like, well, if there's lying about my relationship, there may be lying about everyone else's relationship too. See, I'm not really into the like
2: the gossip, that doesn't really get my interest. It's more of the relatability with these couples that really like the Ben Affleck Dunkin' Donuts photos. If you guys have seen that, where he's like carrying the Dunkin' through through the the front door, and he he's disheveled and he's like spilling the coffee, like that. Sh- I love so much, and like. There's that video, it's the funniest thing. It's where Ben and J-Lo are walking through and then somebody comes up to him and he's like, oh yeah, no, it's good to see you. And then as soon as he turns his head, he his smile immediately just gets dead serious. And he's like, oh, it's good to see you. And it was the <laughs> most relatable thing. I was like, oh my God. So that's why that's what gets me. I don't really care about the gossip. Like, oh
3: I feel bad that they have to be on all the time. I mean, like mm. even the tiny little bit of attention that I got post show, I was like, Oh my God, like people are people know me in a restaurant. Like I have to like always like I mm. just have to you feel like you have to be perfect. Right. So I can't imagine being Ben and Jen.
1: Oh my gosh. And- well, I, think that, go I think I think it's eventually I think it eventually gets to the no. point where they like just like maybe at the beginning for them, I bet you they were like always wanted to be polished and put together. But I bet you eventually, and especially now that they're older, they're kind of just like, who the, hell, who the hell cares, you know?
3: Yeah. I mean, hence the Dunkin' Donuts photos. Love
1: it. And the
3: smoking sick. And the like, massive phoenix on his
1: back. Like the crazy tattoo. <laughs> I know. Has. so
2: weird. It's such like um, a middle-aged tattoo. I have one more hot topic before
1: we wrap up. Wait, I want to talk about the next hot topic. It's my turn to talk oh, about the okay, hot great. topic. okay,
2: great. No, no, no. Great. Love it.
1: Because <laughs> you always get to read the emails. I want to read the email. And I want I to read this it. one. So it turns out Ellie Golding, who is the singer, obviously she is married <laughs> to Casper uh, Jopling, and they have a child together. But mm-hmm. Ellie Golding is now on the celebrity dating app Raya. Um, it, oh. it, according to the article, she's on there just to make friends and to meet fellow celebrities in the industry, I guess. So I want to I want to turn it around and ask you guys the same question, Ash or Jared, if you found out Ashley was on Raya or any dating app, how would you react? And same to you, Lexi, if you found out your partner was on a dating app. And then, like, obviously, they're gonna be like, oh, I just want to meet friends. But really, are they really there just for that?
2: Yeah. I think so. If you're in a public relationship, and you're on Raya, you're either, one, being truthful, that you are only on there for business purposes, or B, you're in a open relationship. That's really the two ways. Because it's not like Ellie Golding is gonna cheat on her husband, Casper, in the open. Everybody knows, like if Ashley had a Raya.
3: Yeah, Ashley's too known, just like Ellie Golding is too known. It's gonna be a headline, so clearly your partner has to know and okay this, I would think.
2: Unless Ellie's like, you know the only way I'm gonna get away with this is if it's in the open, because no one would ever believe I'd be so stupid to do this. Mm. That's the only thing I think of if she was actually cheating. But my point being, it's either business yeah. purposes. Or she
3: has an album coming out within the next month, Ooh. and this is a huge PR hmm. stunt.
1: Mm. That that's could be probably it too. the most likely.
2: Oh, that's smart, Lexi. We got to start doing stuff like that. All right, Lexi. So if you partner,
1: stunt. if you found him on uh, Bumble or Hinge or Raya, how would you react?
3: Um, not well. They'll yeah. Not react well. No, I. I mean, we we're just communications very big. We're we talk about everything. So I'd be really surprised if he didn't tell me before and it was just for that purpose. So, um, yeah, if I, if I found out and he didn't tell me before, I think there'd be a reason he was hiding it because mm. he is not Ellie Golding and it would be very low key if he did that.
1: That's true. And also what a shitty thing, like cheating obviously is horrible in any facet or any whatever, but to just make a, a dating account and not tell your partner about it would be, borderline psychotic i Weird. feel like because <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah i mean that's that's cheating because you're like personally i think anything you try to hide is in the realm of cheating mm. if you're in an open or honest relationship then you really shouldn't feel like you have to hide anything
1: there's got to be um, things that even the most honest people hide though
3: yeah i guess that's but like what like what would you be hiding
1: i'll tell you what kaylin's never farted in front of me
3: that's really that's oh, just definitely
1: talk, talk about borderline God. psychotic
3: <laughs> how is
1: her stomach still operating There's, i
3: think pre-wedding it has to happen like yeah. just once
1: just to hear it yeah but just that's yeah. kind of that's that's like kind of her hiding something from me right
2: okay i imagine uh kaylin's farts are so cute like they're i I bet they're like oh I, I bet they sound exactly like this
3: Sounds like Jared wants
2: to hear it. Yeah, yeah. Can we stop talking about my fiance's farts? <laughs> Ashley's farts are one thing. Like, Ashley, it's like. Oh, we've seen them. We've seen them we've on signs. Oh, I've yeah. heard. Yeah. I heard. But uh, I, uh, Kaylin's farts, I imagine, are like. <laughs> 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 like <laughs>
3: incense? What was, yeah. What was
2: that? How did that go? It's just. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I imagine. Thanks. I'm glad that you're imagining Kaylin's farts right, right, right now. That's good to hear. Um,
3: yeah, that's Kaylin probably loves that we're talking about this.
1: Yeah, Jared, is there anything that you withhold from Ashley? <sighs> no, unfortunately not. What, she's raised. I feel
3: like yes. You guys are really comfortable.
1: Did you get insurance on the ring? <laughs> um uh-huh. I barely have insurance on my body. He doesn't have insurance. insurance on
2: the ring. He doesn't have insurance on himself. Do you think he got insurance no, for the I ring? I didn't
1: think so, <laughs> but everybody else thought so, and I was like, no, you don't. Need <laughs>
2: anyway yeah so no insurance on the ring but uh is there anything i hide from you i don't think so i love how i have to ask my wife that question yeah like,
3: is she's there anything like I hide wouldn't from i not, not know
2: it's just so pathetic how pathetic i am
3: well, maybe i'm you gonna guys start hiding things it up and you should hide something
1: i have to hide yeah. something i need something but that's gonna do it for this week's episode of help i suck at dating i think that's a good place for us to stop uh lexi thank you so much for co-hosting with us this week For the listeners out there, as you know, our new format is uh, this episode today. We have our callers on Thursday. Lexi's going to join us for that as well. So thank you for tuning in this week. Be sure to tune in on Thursday as well, where maybe we suck just a little bit less.
2: Follow Help by Suck at Dating on
1: iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month.
2: Love at First Sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too.
0: Visit pedigree.com adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions.